The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Today's daf is being studied by Lunishmat Abraham Ben Esther. Today's daf is being studied by Lunishmat Ben we begin today's daf on Zayin Amudbet, and we start right on the bottom line. If you see a student, which means his learning is difficult on him, it's hard on him, like iron. Rashi says, He has a lot of questions, he cannot reconcile his learning. So the Gemara tells the reason why this happens. That's because he doesn't have clarity in the Mishnayot. Rashi, he doesn't have a good girsa, he doesn't remember what's written in the Mishnayot. Ulfikach, enu yodaya lefarek. So he does not explain it, or interpret, or answer them. Ina meshigursa betaut, or worse, he has a faulty text in his Mishnayot. Poter ala hayuv, mehayev ala patur. What's hayav, it says patur, what's patur, it says hayav. And then he starts asking contradictions. Hey, if it says patur over there, we have another Mishnah that says hayav. Dachi mas makara. Okay, so therefore he doesn't. The Gemara is going to learn it from a pasuk. Vehu lo panim kilkal she kilkel be mishnah she kodem the Gemara. The Gemara. Let's read the Gemara's derasha and we'll see how it fits in. Shere emar vehu lo panim kilkal. So that she explains this pasuk to mean that panim, the thing that comes before Gemara. What comes lefnim? What comes before Gemara? Mishnah. The item that's lefnim, kilkal, meaning he was kilkal. He doesn't have clarity in his mishnayot. And as a result of it, he's unable to, um, to come to uh, 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 clarity in his learning. So again, mepnesh shepanim kilkal, shekilkil b'mishnah, shukodem legemara. Maitakante, so the question is, what is, what is the solution for the student? Yerbe bishiva. Let him uh, spend a lot of time in the yeshiva. Rashi says, She has dinu b'nei yeshiva mishnatam. Which means, let him go to the yeshiva, and now all the b'nei yeshiva will get clarity in their, uh, in their learning in the mishnah. Shana emar, because the pasuk says, V'hayalim yegaber. It's the middle of the pasuk. Hayalim yegaber meaning you should go to where the soldiers are. So the students are considered soldiers in the yeshiva. So let him uh, get a lot of soldiers. That's the end of the Pasuk. Which means, Kotsheken, Imishnato, Sidoralo, Meikara. Yitron, he would have been better off. Hechsher, Chokmah. If he would have had the Chokmah from the beginning. Which means, if he would have studied the Mishnah the right way and had clarity in the first place, so when he got into this uh, situation. Okay? Now, that's the way that she understands Marbebi Shiva. However, the Me'idi over here, he says, Kotshero ebitivo, Shetalmudo kashe'alav. You see, having a hard time remembering your learning, let him go alone and just spend a lot of time learning and meditating. Which means go sit in yeshiva, sit, sit and just plug away and review it and learn it and study it. 
Kemar Amru Yagati Velo Matsati Al Ta'amin. The Mehidi says we have a tradition that those who toil will succeed. Those who don't toil will not succeed. Just let them sit and ponder it and go into the uh, go into the subjects. The Gaon Mevilna has a different interpretation here. He says, when it says, Mishnato she'ena sidura alav, Hayru she'lo lamad harbe. He doesn't have a lot of yeda in Torah. Ve'ena Torah sidura etzlo. Alken yeshto kushiot rabot. He has a lot of questions. But it's only because he didn't learn yet. So he, he, the questions are going to be asked probably that he has. So definitely, Yerbe Bishiva, just learn, learn. All your questions will be, uh, will be satisfied through the learning. Then, so the Gibbarat says in one place, Torah is poor. Torah aniyah b'makom ehad, ashirah b'makom ahir. Sometimes Torah is poor in one place, which means it doesn't give you too much information. But in another place, it's very rich. Therefore, the Gibbarat says, if a person is struggling, has a lot of questions, he does not have clarity, just learn up. And eventually all your questions will be answered. You have a, you have a better scope. You have a greater clarity. Comes the Gibbarat says, Kiyad, Rishlakish. Havam is Sadir Matnitin. Rishtakish would prepare his Mishnah Arbe'in Zimnin. Forty times he would review. Keneged Mem Yom Shnitna Torah, corresponding to the forty days that the Kadosh Baruch Hu gave the Torah to Israel, implying that Moshe Rabbeinu did the same thing. The Mefashim say that for the forty days Moshe Rabbeinu reviewed the whole Torah every day forty times. Because he learned it on the first day, miraculously. Every day he would review. Everything. And only then, after he learned 40, de- 40 times the Mishnayot, then he allowed himself to go study with Rabbi Hanan Gemara. Since once he had clarity on the Mishnah, then he went into the Shi'ur of Rabbi Hanan to study Mishnah. Moshe Rabbeinu reviewed the Mishnah, the learning, those 40 days. He reviewed once a day. So he wanted the zikhut of Moshe Rabbeinu to stand for him in his learning. So that's why he picked the number 40. Next Kemara says, Ravada Baraba would review the Mishnayot and prepare them 24 times. Kenege Torah, Nevi'im, Uchtuvim. Kenege the 24 books of the Tanakh. Then he went to Ravah Shi'ur in order to study the Gemara, which is the, to study it in depth. Now, the Benish Hai says, why did he pick 24? He says, Tanakh. So because there's six orders in the Mishnah, Mishnah, and each uh, Mishnah can be studied on four levels, Pshat, Remez, Deras, Sod. So therefore, he studied each one, 20, each one 24 times. Which was six, uh, six sedarim with, uh, with four, uh, each was 24 times. Six times four, so that's where he got the, uh, the number as well. Rava Amar, Rava says, Imraita Talmid, Shetalmudo Alaf The student is noticing that his learning is difficult. Not understanding, it's like Barzel. It's hard like uh, iron. That's because his rabbi is not giving him a uh, courteous face, or a good face, a good smile, whatever you want to say. The rabbi is angry at him. And therefore the student feels that uh, bad vibes, and therefore the Torah doesn't enter him a correct way. Now obviously the rabbi is justified because the student must be doing something wrong. Therefore the rabbi is uh, giving him an angry face. 
Shreemar, Vihu no Panim. Right? If he doesn't have Panim, doesn't get this far in the rabbi's face, Kilkal. So his learning becomes Mikulkal. He doesn't understand anything. So what's the answer? So the friends of this fellow should go to the rabbi and tell the rabbi, please forgive him. Let these friends go appease the rabbi in order that uh, the rabbi will be more, uh, you know, have a better face towards him. Easy on him. Right? Let, them, let them get the soldiers, meaning his friends, to go speak to the rabbi, to petition the rabbi. It's the end of the he would have been better off if his ways would have been proper in front of his rabbi from the beginning. That his rabbi would give him the right uh, attention and uh, the right face from the beginning. He would have been better off. Comes the Gemara and continues. Ve'amar Abi Ami. Abi Ami says, What does it mean in the Pasuk? This Pasuk of here is in Kohelet. Im yishoch anahash belo lahash which means when the snake bites, without a without a hiss, and there's no benefit for the ba'alalashon for the one that speaks. What does this pasuk mean? If you see a generation, Alav, the Bahids, Kanehoshit, Milori Talumatar, you see a generation that the sky is Mishtachin, Mishtachin, that as she explains is like from the Gemara Baba Mitzi'ah, Shatikh Tafeh, meaning it the sky is reddened. Shatikh uh, means it has like uh, rust, which means when something's not used, it turns rusty. So if you see the sky got rusty, which means it's not being used, which means it's not raining. No, uh, no talu mata, no matar actually, right? Look at the Tosfot. Tosfot says in the top, Tosfot was the end there. Vaday mishtachin otziluman ma'alin haluda. It's growing rust. Kemod davar shibatel me melachto yamim rabim. Like an item that's not in usage for many days, umahalid. Right? Becomes uh, rusty. So he says, if you have a generation where the sky is reddened like rust, which means it's not producing rains, why is that happening? So the Gemara says, it's because you don't have the people that whisper in prayer. It's because you don't have the proper people that are praying in the generation. As she says, They're not praying to fill up belachash. I got a cause to stop the rains. So the Mephash should explain that is the Ayun Yaakov. The Ayun Yaakov quotes the Gemara Sotah. The Gemara says, What's the reason why we pray the Amidah silently? We don't want to embarrass a person. Sometimes in the Amidah he confesses and things like that of different sins. So not to embarrass the person, so we pray low. So you have a generation, they're praying, but they don't pray low. A generation that has no shame, that has uh, arrogance and brazenness, so they pray all out. They're not embarrassed of any of the sins that they did. Oh, so they're not embarrassed. So they have Azul Pani. What we learned on yesterday's Gemara, so one of the reasons why the rain stop is because the generation is Azpanim. So therefore, the people are not praying the Amidah quietly, 
That means they're praying it out loud. That means they're azpanim. That's why the rain stops. So the Gemara says, "My takantan." What's the takana? What's the uh, solution? How do you fix it? Yilchu etzel mishuadeh alilchosh. So you go to somebody who is good at tefillah, who knows how to pray. Find somebody who knows how to, to pray over here. And what's the proof? Dechtiv yagid alav reo. He ended that pasuk. Actually, it's a pasuk in Iyov. Yagid alav reo. He should go to the friend. Go to the person that knows how to pray, and he will uh, help. But there's no benefit to the Baal HaLashon. What does that mean? Somebody had the ability to pray for the rains, and he doesn't? What, what benefit does he have? What is he gaining by not praying, using his, his powers? So therefore the Gemara is quoting over here, Pasuk, Pasuk starts of, Im Yishoch. Yeshok is like mishtachik, uh, mishtachin. If, if the sky becomes rusty and closed from giving rain, hanahash, belo lahash. It's because belo uh, lahash. There's no lahashel lehishot. There's no people that are praying. And if somebody has the ability to pray and he doesn't, what, what benefit is he getting for himself by refusing to pray for Klai Yisrael? That's the expression of Pasuk. And the reason why it says Nahash, Nahash is like, uh, maybe it's, actually the Gemara compared it to Barzil. I would say maybe it's like Nechoshet. Actually, no, Nechoshet, exactly. So the Nahash is very good. Nahash is Nechoshet. So the Pasuk says, uh, If the sky becomes rusty and nahash like nechoshet, why? Uh, because there is no people that are praying. And the one that is a Baalashon that doesn't pray, there's no purpose, there's no Hana'a, I guess. Let's say he prayed that he wasn't answered. Then what do you do? Then what do then you got to go to the next level. You have to go not to the Luhesh. Luhesh is somebody that prays, but not as strong or as constant as the Hasid. So if the Luhesh can't make it done, then you go to the Hasid. And what do you do? You should pray very much. You go to the one that's a Mafgiyah. What's a Mafgiyah? The end Pigiyah is a Tefillah. Do not pray to me, do not beseech me. And therefore, a mafkiya is somebody that beseeches God, and therefore you go to him and you can pray. So let's say the Luhesh, the one that prays, he was successful. Whatever I'm answered is tefillah, but why was Magis Dato? <coughs> Meaning he got uh, arrogant. Oh, see that? My tefillah was answered. He starts to get uh, high on himself. <laughs> he should know that he's going to bring anger to the world. <laughs> the Pasuk says, I quote it, <laughs> which means he acquires anger. Why? <laughs> on the person that elevates himself. The person that's on there, he rises. Meaning because the guy's a gava, that he is, he's, you know, 
uh, gloating that his tefillah was answered, so af, he acquires anger because he elevated himself. Look at the Tosafot. Tosafot actually, the beginning of that pasuk is Yagid alav af al So therefore, Tosafot says that the key of the derasha is from the beginning of the pasuk. If the friend that prayed is Yagid, meaning he talks about it, look, look what I did, I prayed, Yagid. He acquires anger. so they provoke the anger of a Kadosh Baruch Hu and they elevate it into the people, into the community. Again, anger is acquired al ole. Why wouldn't the two Hachamim consult with each other? So, Gava. They don't know. He wants to think that they're smart. I don't have to take consultation. I don't have to discuss with anybody. And therefore, Barbinan, that causes uh, the anger of a Kadosh Baruch Hu to be provoked. Okay. Comes the Gemara and continues. Hamalish Takish, my dictif. We go back to that pasuk. Im Yeshok and Nahash belo Lahash, ve'en Yitron lebaal lashon. La'atid labo in the future, mitkabesot ubaot kol hayot etz Nahash. All the animals are going to come to the snake. Ve'omrim lo. And they're going to have claims against the snake. And they're going to say like this. Ari dores ve'ochel. A snake, he pounces on his prey and eats. Oh, I'm sorry, a lion. Ari dores ve'ochel. The lion, that she says, pounces on his prey. Ve'ochel miyad. He eats it right away. What does it mean he eats it right away? He doesn't hide it and you know, drag the carcass into a hole. In hiding, he eats it in front of everybody. The lion has no fear. That's called dores. Ze'ev toref ve'ochel. Whereas the wolf, he's toref. He be, he just, he kills his prey. But toref means he's embarrassed a little. He takes the animal that he destroyed, that he killed, and he brings it into like a hole in the side, and he eats it over there. But what the common denominator between all the animals is when they kill, they have hanaa, which means they eat. Bottom line, they eat it, so you could justify what they're doing. However, what benefit do you have, snake? The snake just kills, but doesn't have any benefit. It just puts its venom in, a, in its victim, and the victim dies. It doesn't take any uh, pleasure in eating the uh, victims. The snake is afar. He doesn't eat uh, people. So therefore, they ask the snake, what, what benefit do you have in just killing people? Mm-hmm. So he's going to come back and say, and what benefit does the person who speaks Lashon Allah have 
says, well, the human beings are, are, are the same. What benefit do they have? They speak about people derogatorily, and what are not? There's no pleasure they're killing people, and there's no really pleasure, tangible pleasure that you say that they get. So that's, that's the snake to protect themselves is going to incriminate uh, human beings. Look at Rashi. That's why the person that speaks to Shonara, when God's going to judge him, he brings him in front of the snake in order to humiliate him. But the snake is going to say, well, what benefit did this guy uh, have also? And therefore, the person who speaks to Shonara is compared to a snake. And that's what Pasuk means over here. The snake says, They read it like that. The snake, it bites somebody below, meaning for no reason. And what is that similar to? Just like there's no advantage that the Baal HaNashon, the one that speaks HaNashon Allah, has as well. Chavz Gemaran says, our third line, after they get wide, Amar Rabbi Ami. Person's prayers are not answered. So literally means he puts his heart in his in his hand, in his palm. That's a way of saying he prays sincerely. Which means he's praying with all his heart and all his uh say this is which means his heart, his mouth, it's all it's all the same place. He doesn't pray a hat pa peva hat pa lev. He's praying a sincere prayer. Should Imar when a person prays, sometimes he prays with his hands. He goes like this with his hands. He waves his hands up that he really wants it. So he puts his hands in his heart. His heart is in his hands. So he's praying, I mean, in his palms, where he's waving them in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Gabriel says, what do you mean? Shemuel had an interpreter that would interpret the shi'ur. The darash, and they gave the following darasha. By fatuhu befihem, it's pasuk teilim. It says the people by uh, fatu they um, spoke to God. Pitui, pitui is like uh, words of um, they call seduction, which means words that they didn't really mean. When they spoke to Hakadosh Baruch in prayer, yechazemuno, it was like the lies, meaning it was deceit, and they didn't really mean it. Their heart wasn't with those words that they said. They weren't loyal to the covenant. What does it say in the next pasuk? And God still forgave them. So we see over here, even if a person prays an insincere tefillah, and still what? So you don't have to have a sincere prayer to be answered. Depends. Then you have to be sincere in your tefillah. Then there's no, there's no uh, grace. However, when it comes to a sibur, when a person prays with uh, masses, with a minyan, even if his prayer is just uh, lip service, as they call it, doesn't matter. But Imam will still answer the zikhut of the sibur. Amar of En geshamim yordim ela b'shvil ba'ale amana. The rains come down only because of trustworthy businessmen. When a person is trustworthy in business and he's honest, so that's already a for the rains to come down. 
when there's emet and the honest, then sin b'shamayim nishkaf. Then goodness comes down from the heavens. When there's honesty on earth, then already Borei Olam sends down justice and goodness. That's the rains from the shamayim. V'amad abi ami bore kama gedolim baale amana. Is go look at how great is it baale amana? People that put their trust into something. That how that item comes true for them. What does it mean? From the story of the weasel and the pit. If a person puts his trust in a weasel and a pit, and the results that happened came true, which we'll see that story in a minute. A person puts his trust in a will come through for him. So let's read Rashi. Bizman she emet meres tismach. She yesh imuna be masa umatan. When there's honesty and trust in business, as sedek mashamaim nishkav, tanu gishamim shem sedaka. Mehulda ubor. What's the Hulda ubor case? Shemitu shnebene adam, matsuyu ba agada, maasebe bahori had. There was a story with a young boy. Shiratan demunato liriba ahat, she saena. He gave his word to a girl that he's going to marry her. Amra, so she said, Mimi'id, who's the, who, who, you know, who's the to witnesses to, test, to, 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 to witness your, uh, your, your word that you're going to marry me? Vayasham, Borehad, Vehulda. So he looked around, he saw there was a boar, a pit, and there was a weasel. Amara, Bahur, Bor, Vehulda, Aidim, Badavar. The boar and the Hulda will be the witnesses. The Amim, Avara, Lemunato, Benasahirit. He went against his word, he married somebody else. And he had two children. One fell into the pit and died. And the other was bitten by a weasel and died. What's going on over here? It's not a normal thing. This is exactly what happened. The Tosafot gives us the end of the story. If you want to go to Tosafot, it gives us a little uh, more details. Perush, ma'amin b'chulda ubor. Person that believes in the chulda and the bor. Ma'ase ayah b'nara achat ayta rotzad elech lebet abia. It was a girl. She was walking to her father's house. Vayab bor baderek. There happened to be a pit on the road. She didn't see it. Venafla. She fell in the pit. Uba b'chul echad ve'amar im ani elech tenasili. So he said, to her, if I take you out of the pit, will you marry me? Amra lo hen. She said yes. Nishbiu b'nehem shulo yisa isha chayret. They both promised to each other that they're not going to get married to anybody else. So at that moment there was a weasel that walked in front of the pit. She kept her word. Go and marry her. So he wrote his first wife a divorce. They came through for him. He put his emunah in them. And sure enough, they came through. So a person puts his trust 
And Hakadosh Baruch Hu, she says in the first wide line, Shemesimu Ed Beno Leben Chaveru Alachat Kama VeKama. When a person doing a business deal, he says Hakadosh Baruch Hu is my witness. So all the more so, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to if a born Mecholda. They were loyal witnesses that they kept their uh, testimony. They went after the person that broke the Shivwa. When a person puts God as a witness, certainly Agadul Baruch is going to make sure that uh, uh, everybody keeps their uh, word. Kavz Gavran continues, Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Kol HaMadzdik Et Atzmo Milemata Madzdikin ala vadin milema'ala. So there's two ways to learn this Gemara. That she learns anybody that's a tzaddik lemata. Which means he's on a very, very high spiritual level. So madzdikin ala vadin milema'ala. So then already they judge him on a very high level in the Shamaim. Which means the bigger tzaddik a person is, now already God looks, he judges him with a fine tooth comb. See, now everything becomes uh, to, the, to, to the letter of the law. When a person on earth is emet, he follows everything meticulously, emet, then in shamayim it's sedek. That she says there's a difference between sedek and sedaka. Sedaka is charity, sedek is justice. And therefore, when a person is emet, when a person on a high level here, then from the shamayim comes sedek to him. They judge him very harshly, even a small infraction of the law, they get him. Look at Rashi. First word on a mazdik atzmo. Shemachshir u mekashet ma'asav. And he prepares his ways. He adorns himself with good ma'asim. Mazdikin alav. Middakdikin amo afilu kihuta sa'ara. Right? Even a hair's breadth they judge him. Yotin mishil u mekalkel ma'asav. They judge him more seriously than if he would have been derelict in his actions. Kedel lemarek avonotav. In order to clean him. They want to make him 100% pure, even from the little the few sins that he has. Shnei Amar, Emet Meres Tosmach, As Sedek Meshamayim Nishkaf. Sedaka En Ketivkan. Ela Sedek. Temashma Din. Others learn over here, Amatzdik et atzmo melemata, Sheshomer atzmo mishum na'a. Again, he pr- 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 protects himself from any bad. Matzdikin alav adin melemala. If let's say in the Shammai, for some reason, this guy is judged now on a guilty sentence, they give him the benefit of the doubt. Because he's a tzaddik over here, so they give him tzaddik in the Shammai. Meaning they give him the benefit. And therefore, they tip the scales in his favor. So that's a good thing. Instead of judging him, uh, you know, to the fine tooth, come, like we said, according to Rashid, he's Rishonim learned, no, call him a tzaddik, but tzaddikin alav. They give him the same uh, treatment. He learns it from over here. According to your fear, that is the anger. She's the anger of a Kadosh Baruch Hu is commensurate to the fear. The person has a high fear of a Kadosh Baruch Hu, so the anger is stronger. What does it mean? The punishment is stronger because the person is on a high level of, uh, of Yira. Look at Rashi. So you have your anger on that person. Okay? And what's the pshat of this person? What is the simple explanation? Who knows the strength? Who knows the strength? 
who has the strength to run away. Where are they going to run on the day of your anger? Just like you're fearful, right? you, are, you, you instill fear in the people. So do we have to be fearful of your anger? Just like we're fearful of you, just like we're fearful of the Kadosh Baruch Hu, you instill fear. The anger of the Baruch Hu also instills a fear as well in a person. That's the second source for the same principle. The Shlakish Shabbat Mehacha. The Shlakish says, I'm bringing the same concept from a different Pasuk. Pasuk says like this. This Pasuk is in Yeshaya. Vagata etzas ve'ose sedek bedrachecha yizkirucha hen ata kasafta v'nechaita bahem olam v'nevashaya. Rashi explains the Pasuk. Four lines on the bottom. Pagata etzas ve'ose sedek. Pagata is God. Hits. The fkawabo. He smites him. He gets him. Who does he get? It says ve'osei sedek. The happy man that does goodness, does righteousness. Misha sameya ve'osei sedek. Shein ha'osim kach bedrachecha yiskirucha. Shein they always remember God in their ways. Atapogayabo. God gets them. Imhotek klum. Even if they do a small little sin, kimo ve'yivga bo ve'yamot. Kara achiu. Which is even those Yisurim that they get these people, which is even in your ways, your ways of chastising them and punishing them, they get much God for the best. They say, no, we deserve it. God punishing us because of our sins. Because of these Yisurin, we're going to be salvated in Olam Abba. We've got salvation by Olam Abba. We're going to be Zohar. Same concept. Amar Estakish. Estakish continues. What does it mean in the Pasuk? Ve'asar et ha-shamayim. Besha'ash ha-shamayim ni'etzarim melehurid matar. Amar Yeshua ben Nevi, correct. One, two, three, four, five. Skip the line. Amar Yeshua ben Nevi, kol asameyah biyisurin shebayin alav. Anybody that's happy with the yisurin that come on him, Nevi Yeshua leolam. That attitude brings salvation to the world. Shen Amar bahem olam v'nevashayah, which means bahem. If you're happy with the yisurin, olam v'nevashayah. To the world will come a salvation. That person's positive attitude brings Yeshua to the world itself. God's going to stop the skies. Right, when the skies are going to stop from bringing the rain, that's like a lady that's pregnant, but the baby doesn't come out. It's like the sky has the clouds in it, but it doesn't want to rain. And therefore it's a great sa'ar for the lady that cannot uh, give birth. So va'atsar is lashon in, 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 in pregnancy, in birth, we see the word va'atsar as we're going to see now. So they have va'atsar, she's going to be like a lady that's pregnant, she cannot give birth. That's a difficult uh, situation, because of sin. Now we're now going to prove the Comparisons between the rain and a lady that is uh, pregnant. It says the word atzira by rain. It says the word atzira by a lady. Nemra atzira bi isha shneimar ki atzor atzar Hashem be'at kol rechem. 
Right, that was in the story of uh, Abimelech, that God uh, closed up all the, uh, no, the nobody's able to get uh, pregnant in the house after they committed the sin with Sarai Menu. He closed them up. This is the word Atsira by rain. So you see the word holida to give birth is also written by human beings, by birth and by rains. Right, that the kadosh who remembers a person in order to that they should conceive. V'neimat pikidah begeshamim. V'neimat pikidah beishad dechtiv Hashem pakad etzara. V'neimat pikidah begeshamim dechtiv pakad tahar. If you remembered the lamb at the shokekeh, rabat ta'asherin aper geloim ale ma'im. So therefore, you see what different terminologies that are used by a lady that's giving birth are also used by. The rains, and therefore it says, "V'atzatashemam be like a lady that's pregnant, but she cannot give birth." Now the Torah, the pasuk calls "pelig Elohim malemayim." What is this "pelig Elohim malemayim"? My "pelig Elohim malemayim." Tana, kemin kuba yesh perakia shememena geshamim yotzim. It's like a kuba, like a, a tent that she says, filled with water in the heavens, and from that uh, kuba in the heavens, that's where the water comes from, we'll wait for the Gemara later on to discuss the great Mahloket, exactly where the rains that we enjoy in this world, where do they come from? If this Gemara sounds like it's coming from a uh, hidden place in the Shamaim called Peleg, the Peleg Elohim Male Mayim. Comes the Gemara and says, Amar Bishwab Ben Achmani, Maydikhtif, Im la Shevet, Im la Arzo. If God takes his rod out, shevet, that's the rod of chastisement, im la'artso, for his land, im la'chesed, yemsi'ehu, for kindness, he will find it. So the Gebarat says, like, what is this pasuk talking about? Im la'shevet, if God, let's say, decides he wants to bring bad rains, rains that are destructive rains, hard, strong rains, and then the people make teshuvah, so imla shevet. So what is God going to do? He made a decree where He has to bring the the, the, the rough rains. So instead of bringing them into the settlement, He's going to bring them to the mountains and the valleys where they're not uh, destructive, where nobody will get uh, hurt. Imla chesed If God wants to bring rains of chesed, so then where, where is God going to bring those rains? To the land. Besadot ubekiranim. I'll bring it to the to the, to, to the places that are uh, that are needed. That she says on the second line in the shevet im gazara kadosh baruchu rov keshemim l'ra'a. Not a rain, but bad rains. As yordim bechowach keshevet, they come down like a rod. Shemakim bechowach. The hazru betshuva when the people repented. Hakadosh baruchu moridan al harim vegevaot makom sheen shamish. So God will bring it down in the unpopulated uh, areas. But in the chesed, shirdim benachat, yamsi'ehu le'arso. Where is his land? Le'eris Israel. So then, in the chesed, yamsi'ehu le'arso. God will bring the chesed rains to his land. Where is that? Eris Israel. That gives another interpretation. In the shevet, le'ilanot. Also, trees, like we learned on the previous Gemara, on the other daf. That razia, the strong uh, rains, are good for ilanot. Razia le leperi are good for the for, for the for, for the ilanot. I mean, so therefore, if God decrees to bring the strong rains, 
and then we make the shuvah, so he'll bring them on the trees. So, and if he brings them to the land, the zara'im. And what's the chesed rains that God's going to bring as well? To fill up all the cisterns and the reservoirs, and all that we have is caves, to have a storage of rain. In the times of Shmuel Ben Nachmani, there was famine and death. People were dying as a result of the famine. Khafna is famine, Motana is death. What do If we pray to God for both, meaning to get rid of the famine and the death, no ifshar. We can't. But I was going to prove in a minute that you're not allowed to pray. You shouldn't pray for two different things simultaneously. So you got to pray for one of the two. So I had to figure out now which one of the two do they pray for. Let's pray that the death stops. And we'll endure the hunger. Now, let's pray that the hunger goes away. Because when God brings Berachat to the world, when He brings sustenance in a plentiful way, when He brings Sobah to the world, who does He bring the Sobah to? To the living. And therefore, you pray for one item that includes two. How do we know that? When there's Masbiya, when there's Sobah, it's to the living. And therefore, automatically the motana will go away. Let's pray for the kafnat to get, to get rid, to get rid itself. And automatically then, when Elam brings sova beracha to the living. So we get two things with one. Right? Now she says, right? God doesn't mean sova to the world in order to kill people. Right? Now, how do you know you can't pray for two things together? <laughs> It's not that there was something else that they had to ask the Baruch on, but they only asked for Zot. They only asked for one. Right? And she says, Al-Hada, Ma'ashwa, Be'ezakiti. Be'ba'araba, Abni, Mishwed, Rabbi, Haggai, Be'acha. Ve'rachamin, Be'ba'am, Kodam, Ela, Shemaya, Al-Reza, Dena. It's Pasuk in Daniel. That what? That they asked Rachamin, Be'gadot, Baruch Hu, Al-Reza, Dena. Meaning, on this item. Right? Like, so it's like saying azot, implying the same thing. There was something else that they could have asked for, but what? They only asked for one of the two items. It seems in the times of Rabbi Zera, the Goyim made a Gezerah against the Jewish people. The Gazur, and there was an additional decree, that they couldn't fast. Which means they didn't want the Jewish people to fast in order to break the Gezerah. So the Berakah will not come uh, through them. So therefore it was double. Amalu Rabbi Zerah. So Rabbi Zerah had an idea. He said, Let's accept upon ourselves the fasts. And when the Gezerah is nullified, 
then we'll, uh, then we'll fulfill them, we'll sit in the fast. We just let, let, let the zechut of accepting the fast already, we'll have a zechut to be vatel the gezera. How do you know this? Just accepting the fast is a zechut. God tells the Daniel, from the day that you had the idea to fast in front of a Gadol Baruch already I heard you to filot. On the idea of fasting, that's already considered a, 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 a value. And then Baruch forgives. Amar even if the years are like the years of Eliyahu and Navi. In times of Eliyahu Navi, we learned, in times of Ahav, where Eliyahu Navi got the key of the rain, and he stopped it. It didn't rain uh, for 18 months. So the Gemara says, even if it's the years of Eliyahu Navi, Shabbatot, and then finally the first rain comes, but it comes on a Friday. Erev Shabbat, It's a curse. Why? Friday is a busy day. Everybody's hustling and bustling to go shop and do the errands, and the streets are, are crowded. The rain only makes more traffic, more inconvenience, more difficult for the people to to prepare for Shabbat Kodesh. Therefore, even if you need the rain, but when it comes on a head of Shabbat, it's no good because they inconvenience the people. And the guy knew the Amar Rabbah Bar Shila Yomad de Mitra Yomad Dina. In general, a rainy day is like the days of judgment. What is the days of judgment? The olden days, Betim would open up on Mondays and Thursdays. So everybody would come to the cities on Mondays and Thursdays for Betim, because that's when they used to sit. So Mondays and Thursdays were known to be traffic days, hustle bustle, people all over the place. So in generally, every rainy day is like a Monday and Thursday. Because why? Even though there's not so many people, but whoever's out there in the street, everybody slows down because it's, uh, because it's raining. Kulshikin, if it rains on a Friday... When there's a lot of people in the street, so therefore it uh, creates uh, a lot of confusion. So therefore he says, not a berachat to have the rains on a Friday. Look at Rashi. Kashay yomed mitra. Now look at this. Timan kilala. Shebnei adam sedichim lachzor beshuk leknot saudat Shabbat. The people have to go around to the marketplace on Friday to end of Shabbat to get the saudat. Kashay yomed mitra. She'en bnei adam yichulim lachzor tzorchehen. Ki yomed dina. Shili v'hamishi. That was a of Mondays and Thursdays is days of betting. There's, there's action, the kolot, noise, the avshot, you know, traffic and uh, commotion, as I said. On a regular rainy day, it creates havoc. If we didn't need rain for the creation of the to, for the continuation of the world, I would pray to God and just get rid of it. Which means that we need the rains. So what does he, what does he mean to say? Because of course, uh, Rashid says, the rain it homebounds a person. He can't go in and out and do his uh, needs. So if we didn't need it, I pray for it to stop. So the Mephazim explain what it means like this. Of course, we need the rain bismano. He wasn't going to pray for the rain not to fall in the right time. At night, when it doesn't inconvenience people. But the problem is, with the rain bismano comes also the rain shalom bismano. So therefore he says, if it uh, wasn't for the fact that we need the rain, uh, 
in the, in the right times. Otherwise, I pray to stop the whole thing because a lot of times it comes. Shalom is no. Like we said on the end of Shabbat and stuff like that. It's the way that Avant interprets the trips. Ba'amad b'yitzhak. Shemesh b'shabbat. Sedakal aniyim. When it's sunny on Shabbat, that's a chesed for the poor people. Shneemar v'zareha lachem yireh shemish shemesh sedaka. Means the sun comes out for the Yiddish, for the God-fearing ones. That's a healing sun. Now, why is the sun a beracha specifically for the anim? So that she says, They enjoy it. It's on a cold winter day <coughs> where the ani doesn't have uh, heat in his house. So therefore, when he gets a sunny day in the winter, it's chesed for him. Those are referring to the Shomnei Shabbat The Pesukah says Because the guy that's not a Yireh Shemi The sun is not a gift to him Because this guy is Mechal Shabbat anyway He'll go, go put on the uh, <coughs> fire And he'll do something else But Ta'ani He doesn't have the ability to heat himself on Shabbat <coughs> So therefore The rich man he can heat himself Because he has a lot of wood He puts a lot of wood in his furnace from before Shabbat And it lasts the whole entire Shabbat Poor guy, how much wood does he have? So by Shabbat already in the morning, it runs out, so he's freezing. God doesn't Others explain this Gemara differently. They say, what does it mean? That all week long, how does the uh, Ani keep himself warm? He works. The Ani works very hard, running around from place to place. So therefore the body heat warms him up. But on Shabbat it doesn't work. So then what's going to heat him up? Shemesh Shabbat Third interpretation that they say is that the rich man uh, in the olden days they didn't have refrigeration, so therefore on a uh, cold day, what would the rich man do with the leftover food that he had from Shabbat? He would put it outside and it would just stay uh, fresh. He could have leftovers. However, when it's a sunny day, now the rich man's got to get rid of his food because the food is going to spoil. <laughs> Who is he give it to? To the anim. So shem is Shabbat. What about it? So the anim. Anim will benefit. <coughs> from the tzedakah that they're going to get from the leftover food of the rich man. Amar b'Yitzchak, Gadol Yom Egeshamim. Great is the day of rain. She'afilu peruta she'bakis mitbarechet bo. That even a person's uh, money in his pocket becomes blessed on a rainy day. Shnei Amar latet metar asecha be'ito ulbarek et kol ma'asiyadecha. Is all your your handiwork is going to be blessed? It called even the money in your pocket that you already you worked for already. It's going to be blessed as well. Now, what does this mean? Does that mean the person if he has five dollars in his pocket on a rainy day is going to become ten dollars? No. The explanation is that on when there's a lot of rain, so what happens to the price of food in the marketplace? The price goes down, and therefore there's more value for his money. Which means instead of having to pay a dollar for uh, a bushel of wheat, now he pays 50 cents. So there's better kind of money. Now for 50 cents, he has 50 cents extra. So therefore the money in his pocket becomes blessed because of the produce that becomes uh, uh, more in uh, more available. Ba'amad b'yitzhak. E'na beracha metsuya e'la bedavara samui min'ayin. Beracha is only found in things that are concealed from the eye. These things that are hidden, that's where Berakha is found in the Imad. Yisav Hashem etechat Berakha ba'asamecha. Asamecha a little means in your granaries. But asamecha also comes from the word samui. Something that is samui, something that is concealed. That's where the Berakha usually is found.
Similar concept. That the Berakha is found in a place that the eyes cannot have any shalita on it, have any power. Again, Tavash Samui, Minayin. Tanur Banan, we have a Braita. Hanichnas Lamud et Girano. A person is going to now count uh, his uh, granaries. Let's see how much wheat he has. Uh, inventory, exactly. Homer, before he starts to count, he says, Yiratzom Lefanecha. Hashem Elokeinu Shetishlach Beracha B'ma'asei Yadenu Please God Give Beracha B'ma'asei Yadenu Which means Before he counts He has no idea what it is there So therefore He can please Boy Tishlach Beracha B'ma'asei Yadenu God can add a couple of extra Bushes over there Without him knowing Nobody knows the difference However Hitchil Lamud Once already you start the count You make a different Beracha Omer Baruch HaSholeyach Beracha Bechri Hazeh Right, let's be the God that sends Beracha in this uh, pile. And the court Rashi make this Beracha Beshem Ummalchut. This is a regular Beracha. Baruch Atta Hashem, you'll kill him in the cow. Now, Mashonayah Beracha Bechlize. Madad Bahakach Birech, Harezu Tefilat Shav. So, according to the Mi'iri, means, let's say he, Madad, he uh, started to, to count, and then he made the Beracha. You know, so the Shlach Beracha, the first Tefilat's referring to. It's too late already. You started counting already. You can't make that first beracha only before you can. Once you start counting, that's some women hide anymore. The beracha cannot come. You just have to make the regular beracha. But the one that sends, not to send, right? First beracha is tishlach. Well, you can't tishlach. You counted it already. Ella, you make the second beracha as shuleya. Okay. The fishena beracha, but you are a little bit the beracha shakul because bottom line, the beracha is not found on something that is weighed. Okay, that's that. Let's go one more, uh, one more step in the Gemara. Kibbutz Gayasot Sedaka Panasiman Asasima Amar Yohanan. Gadol Yom Gishanim. Great is the day of rain. Kiyom Kibbus Galuyot. It's as great as the day where God is going to gather the exiles. Shneemar. Shuba Hashem Shevitenu. Prayer David Amelech says, God, bring back the ones that are in captivity, meaning in the exile. Kafikim Banegev. Like the streams of water that are in the Negev, that are in the dry places. Which means just like on a great, good rainy day. So the Negev, the dry places, they get irrigated uh, from the rains. So Shuba Hashem Shevitenu Ka'afikim Ba'negev like the rains. Ve'en Afikim Elamatar. The word Afikim refers to rain. Shne'emar. Ve'yira'u Afikayam. Afikayam is the springs of the water, or the, 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 the rivers of the water, the rains. Now the question is like this. Tosfot has a question over here. Tosfot's question is, we learned on the other daf that whenever you're comparing something to something, so the item that you're comparing to is the big thing, and the thing that you're uh, using to compare is the smaller thing. Right? Here it says in the Pasuk, God, please redeem us from the exile. Like the rains. Implying what? That the rains is bigger than Tibbutz Galayot. So why does Al-Gamara say it's? 
equal, it should say Gadol Yom Hagishamim Miyom Kibbutz. Because even greater, why is it saying it's equal? It's Ka'afikim. That's why that the Afikim are the main item, and we're comparing it to the Afikim. Look at the bottom Tosfot. Vim Tomar. Amaylo Kamar Gadol Yom Hagishim Yotem Kibbutz Galuyot. ומינת בקיבוץ גלויות, ביות כי זה כמו זה. Which means, God, since it's similar, we're praying. It's a tefillah. It's not a comparison. It's a tefillah of David Amelech. שובה שבית שביתנו. Redeem us like the Afikim, which is just like the Afikim is a great thing. And this is equal to... to it's like we have a big samha when the rain comes down in the dry area. שובה השם כמי, like the Afikim, that also gives us simcha. The afikim by negim to tadish bechol yom kiyom kibuskelah. The opposite we say. And the afikim in the negim we want you to do on a daily basis, and give us that simcha as well, like you're going to do kibuskeliot. So it's, it's a it's a prayer both ways. So it's not saying that it's not comparing anything. It's tevira mekas. It's a tefillah. Please, Bore Olam, Just like the afikim is a big simcha. We have a lot of simcha when it rains in the in the areas that are, that are dry. So two shuvashim v'shivitenu. Give us that same simcha, the gabe kibbutz galiyot. And just like kibbutz galiyot is a great simcha, we also want the afikim, we want the rain to come down every day in the uh, dry place. So it's, a, it's also a double tefillah. Give, give us this, give us the, 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 the kibbutz galiyot, which is uh, a simcha like the rains, or a simcha, and give us the rains, which is a simcha like the kibbutz galiyot. So it's a tefillah, it's not an analogy that we're saying that this is greater than this. Give us it like this. Just like this is Bismillah, so to give us that. Come to Gibran says, Vamar Bi'anan, Gadol Yom Egeshemim, Shafidu Gayasot Poskotpo. Great is the day of rain that even legions, right, the foreign armies, they stop on that day. Because the armies cannot travel on a rainy day. Shinehemar, Telameha Raveh, Nahayed Gedudeha. When the furrows of the ground are being irrigated, what happens? The gedudim, the legions, the armies, they have to, they have to rest, they have to stop because they cannot travel. She says, One of the reasons why rain stops. People that make donations in public to charity, but they don't pay. And therefore, the Pasuk says regarding this, The Pasuk says, is clouds. You have the clouds. You have the windows. You have all the ingredients for a good rain. But what happens? Vigeshimayin. But it doesn't rain. Why does this happen? It's almost as if the sky is teasing us. It's all there. You see there's the clouds there and everything, the wind's blowing, but there's no rain. Ish metalel That's because everybody is metalel, boasts himself with false givings. 
So it's the same thing. The institution gets teased by these people. They say, oh, but give this man out the money. They say, oh, it's coming now. Yeah, the money's coming. And they never pay it. And therefore God does midah, connect midah. He brings the clouds and all that to get the people excited, but the rains never show up. Baruch Amen. Amen. Amen.